0: Pop
1: my culture. Pop my, culture. Pop my culture. Everyone. Pop my culture. Pop my my It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I'm Vanessa
0: Ragland. And guess who's here? he's bigger than a bread box like 10 of them. It's like, Rob Delaney. <laughs> Hi Rob. <laughs> Hi. Was that a good intro?
2: Yeah, that's pretty accurate. I
0: mean, I feel like that's the best thing I can do is accuracy.
2: Yeah, no, that summed me up pretty well, I think. It's pretty good. And a lot of people done. say that, you know. Rob yeah. Delaney. Oh, well,
1: that guy, yeah, he's, he's bigger like, than a bread box, right? Mm-hmm. How and many then, like, bread boxes fourth is or
2: 8th They're like, is he a comedian? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: What do I know mm. that name from? Mm.
2: But let's go back to bread box comparisons. <laughs> bread box. Please. <laughs> um that's can i tell a quick story uh Um, is that okay
0: well yeah (laughs) It's just funny that you said
2: bread box because last night dave holmes and i did a show at the upright citizens brigade theater and it was themed and uh the first show we did the theme was fears the second one we did was women and we're trying to think of a third one and uh, my wife came up with a suggestion of bread (laughs) <laughs> it, it should just be bread and we laughed for a good while and that won't be the theme
0: i think it's a great idea <laughs> it builds on the you other definitely do perfect, yeah.
2: no women love bread i mean that's the first thing you thought of and it's my it's
0: warm and yeasty mm-hmm. brown yeah
2: somebody can
1: put a twist on it and do a sketch about money because money's bread right totally. oh yep. so you're
0: the you're the punny
1: i yep. saw what i did there right <laughs> you extrapolated and then the hipsters in the UCV audience will stand up and
2: applaud. Yeah, and I get it. And wax their ironic mustaches. Yep. He went there. Wax
0: them. <laughs> wax them.
2: Why not? Wiggle them? Yeah, no, they wax them these days. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for the mm-hmm. twirls. Yeah.
0: You've had a mustache.
2: At times. Do you I miss it? A- I mean, I don't, uh, you know, the people, they have the ironic mustache exists now. I, when I grow one it doesn't look ironic because it's so thick and full. It's very, you know, you, it's have, like a, you have hair on you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> although you may notice I haven't shaved. I've started to develop alopecia on my face. There's oh. bald spots on my beard.
0: But I bet if you grew your beard out, it, it would cover it. them. Yeah. yeah.
2: But it's kind of like, I don't care because I'm, I'm extremely hairy. And uh, so if now that hair starting to fall out, I'm kind of like, oh, I almost feel like I'm almost like a normal person.
0: Is it happening other places? No, it's just just, just
2: in the beard area, and I looked it up. There was like three possibilities. I haven't been to a doctor yet, but I did just find a dermatologist. They said it could be there's a tooth rotting but like badly, Whoa. and your face can make facial hair fall out. Whoa. A brain tumor, which I decided oh. I just didn't I didn't want it Not to be that option. one. Do you, do, you smell, <laughs> do you smell
1: toast all the time?
2: Yeah, I do. Is that bad? That's probably a brain tumor. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> but it, then the third one is that it could be alopecia areata. I think I'm saying oh. that right. And it just falls out in a, in a man's beard. So, and that's
0: pretty elegant sounding. Yeah, it's like that's an it's, opera. It's like the yeah, opera yeah, of hair loss. You totally. Sing about it. Mm-hmm.
2: So, so that's what's happening. In case you were looking at me thinking... Jesus H Christ! I wish he would cover. His I was face. just tapping Cole's leg under uh, there, like, oh like my what God? is the What's deal? That? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's just just a slight. It's a light disease. Okay. It's a gentle disease.
0: Easy peasy. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's the warm summer breeze of diseases. Exactly. Ooh.
0: Yeah. I like that. So well, many different colors in the disease rainbow. There really
1: are. There's, there really there's so are. many you can sign on for.
0: Oh God! What do you have, Cole? <laughs> I also have a kidney uh, <laughs> disease. How about you? Mm.
1: I've got terminal optimism. Uh. <laughs> hey, that's a good one to have um well now that we spent so much time on pop culture
0: <laughs> i think it's a nice warm-up a i think it warm-up. is i
1: think it's good well let's talk about the disease of the internet twitter hey, oh yeah um, we all suffer from that we all do got it's, real bad you know when, when i first started doing twitter i was like i don't know why this would be fun mm-hmm. i don't get this it's just the status update of facebook that's sure. all it is and yep. then you slowly get brought into its web mm-hmm. and, yep. and it and it wins you over mm-hmm. i
0: haven't quit once after because i didn't get it and then oh, okay. i got back on yeah, got back and on now i have fun with it right on so you though you've cultivated quite a thing you've got a thing going on
2: um well i thank you i i do enjoy the format i i was in a hotel in minneapolis uh like a year and a half ago mm-hmm. and i was on facebook and louis ck said oh i just uh, joined twitter And so I thought, well, I should do that, and uh, so I did. It's a good lead. And and I just, you know, just started writing jokes on there and stuff. I think it was more statusy in the beginning, but then I realized, oh, 140 characters, it forces you to write. So it's helped me develop a joke writing discipline. Yeah. uh, Because I am, you know, uh, I'm somewhat disciplined in some areas, but if I know that people are going to read my essentially my like joke journal, they're Mm going to write in it more often. So, so for that reason, I, I like it a lot. And then, yeah, but I had the very good fortune, like, a year ago, maybe, Graham Linehan um, in England, who is a legendary writer and producer of comedy. Um, he has a show called The IT Crowd that's running right now, and it's fourth season. He's amazing and a hero of mine. He retweeted a joke of mine, like, a year ago, and then a couple other people were like, oh, huh? And then they did the same thing. Wow. So he really is, like, How did he find you? Knows. I don't know. He's like a he's a very uh, tech savvy and internet friendly and video game yeah. kind of guy. So he's into the newest thing all mm-hmm. the time. So how, and you were it, yeah. How he found me? I honestly I don't know, but I do think of him as like my Twitter patient zero. As far as (laughs) helping spread my disease. So, very grateful to him. And then, yeah, so he, and since some people in England kind of got turned on to me. So, that was, yeah, so that's how it happened, I guess.
0: That's awesome.
2: It is kind of fun because I look at it as like a
1: joke writing machine. Totally. So you only have 140 characters, so you can't, you can't like, pussyfoot around it. You totally. just need to figure out a way to the punchline yeah. quick mm-hmm. um, and as few characters as possible. And then you know you've got something good, when all of a sudden people start retweeting it or favoriting mm-hmm. it. And that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Like, all right, I've, I've come on something. I actually think you could formulate a pretty good stand-up set if you just went back through your past tweets and just picked the stuff that really Absolutely. Mind hit. Mind it.
0: Do you save your... Your tweets in a journal, like a, a document or anything?
2: Uh, you know, it's funny. I mean, since you're asking, I do – there is a program, a website called backupmytweets.com oh. that, where you can just read them and scroll down in one HTML page. Oh, nice. So I find that to be helpful because Twitter, you got to hit like more and more. Yeah, more, yeah. And it'll take 30 and then years. And it
0: says unable. Right. Unable. So, uh,
2: so backupmytweets.com I do use and I comb through that for stuff because I have noticed like themes emerge in my tweets. So yeah. then I'll put them together into a stand-up set and stuff. So that's been very helpful uh, to do it that way. So to answer your question, I guess, yes, I do keep a tweet journal, mm-hmm. but in fact, it's a free internet service that does it for me. And I want to
0: do that. That sounds good. Uh-huh. I didn't, I was, for a while I was copying them into like a word uh-huh. thing because I was trying to figure out what I say too much. And sure. you can find out the words you use over yeah, and over and yeah, stuff yeah, like that yeah, yeah. and uh, where I say really too much. Uh-huh. Um so, like, I want a, I want a place to be able to streamline everything a little bit. Right on. It's
1: like if you do a tweet cloud, a cloud tweet. or whatever it is, the tweet cloud. What's that? It, it, like, basically, yeah. it's really stupid. It, like, just, I don't know why you would ever want to do it. It's just, like, a little, like, kind of graphic representation of a lot of the words that just jump into your tweets a lot. Okay. So, it's mm-hmm. like a little bird will be tweeting a little, like, talky bubble, and then it'll just be all these crazy words. Some are mm-hmm. bigger than others that are you kind of go to a lot. So, it'll be, like, Detroit. Really? <laughs> like whatever. You just tend to like pop mm-hmm.
2: into a did lot. Did you
0: guys see that map of the United States via the Twitter mood map?
2: No. It was
0: really cool. It was. Um, I don't remember where I saw it. Harvard. <laughs> Someone is helping me. Thanks, John. Mm-hmm. So wait, you saw, wait, you saw it at Harvard? <laughs> I went to Harvard for a Twitter on a sort of a Twitter a journey. symposium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you
2: park the car in Harvard Yard?
0: I did. Um, that was a. Re- was that good? You would know. Uh, was my Boston accent good?
2: Well, you couldn't really tell from saying I did. Oh, <laughs> People from Boston kind of say that. Did you feel like
0: that it was good, though? Uh, it had potential? Because I
2: really like you yeah. and think you're fantastic. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to tell you no. Oh. Because <laughs> okay, I wouldn't okay. want to.
0: Right. You I, don't wanna uh, d- I'm gonna
2: de- I want you to. I, I, do- I want you to know. That's what that my I, dad does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> because, because then when I tell you the things that I do like, I want you to know that I'm telling the truth. So, no, your Boston accent wasn't good. How do you like them apples? Right?
1: Right?
2: Yeah,
0: that's it. Coles was good. I think that Rob doesn't like Cole because I don't think that was Good, and I think that you were just faking it for him. No, because here's the deal. His, uh-oh,
2: yours, uh-oh, Well, yours okay. almost sounded southern. I mean, like, I don't no. know what you Oh, no, it didn't. No. Mm-hmm. It didn't? You were wrong. Oh, oh okay. So. My ears don't work. I'm actually from Boston. <laughs> no, you're not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a wicked piss, right? Hey, oh, well, Cole, stop it. I feel like I'm in my <laughs> oh, dad's <good>. house.
0: <laughs> anyway, Harvard. No, <laughs> my
2: gasiapara. para. You stop it. There we go.
0: <laughs> um,. At Harvard, they mm-hmm. did a Twitter map. They did the mood map, so they followed people's tweets across the country, mm-hmm. and then they made like a color-coded map, and you could see when what times the ha- people are the happiest and the wow. most depressed, both based on their tweets, and like the mid-afternoon or no after work is like the fun time. Mornings are the worst, but f- by far the West Coast was happier.
1: And right on. The, the
0: middle America was sad
1: all day Ooh. long. That's one thing I can't stand is like the, the Facebook and Twitter, like cry for help tweets that are basically like the attention tweets that are basically like, huh, man, that's depressing, or oh, should have seen that coming, like hashtag totally. sigh, <laughs> I know. you know, and you're like oh, fishing Shut for up. love, and then like all these people are like, so and so, hey, it's okay, darling, everything's sunshine and rainbows and puppy dogs, you're the yeah. best. And just, uh,
2: well, the thing is, is like, I wrote a tweet like a few weeks ago that was like hey did you guys know that if you tweet it we see it because like (laughs) people think that no now people i'm fortunate to have a lot of followers but i respect that fact and i tweet things that i think that they would actually want to read. i don't i'll think of something that i want to say like i want like today on the drive here i was thinking about uh the band slayer i'm 33 i listen to slayer every day and i have for 20 years and i just wanted to, like fucking write like i love slayer so much i can't ha- why have i been listening to them forever but i was like you know what no one wants to read that, <laughs> yeah. so I just thought that, and I had to. In, a, in the Twitter age, I had to have a thought and just keep it in my head <laughs> and not share
1: it because who cares? Except for the guys from Slayer who like are combing at mentions, just trying right. to see if
2: anybody's yeah. into them still. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I love them. God. I really do though. Now I can say. Now I'm saying. Yeah, it, this is a podcast. good form for it. I love them, God. I love Slayer. God, I love them. I can't. I mean, they're so amazing. Their most recent album, and they've been making <laughs> albums for like 30 years uh, almost. Is first in a trilogy. They just started starting a new trilogy. And they're like thrash metal and it might, their new album they just put out uh, might be their best album yet. I mean, it's ridiculous. So anyway,
1: thank you everyone. I have a
2: a guilty, not so guilty, love of extreme.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that Mm man. But, three sides to every Gary story short. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nuno Betancourt, who yep. was like the fastest shredder yep. guitar soloist. I yep. loved that stuff when I was yep. a junior. High.
0: Yeah man. Shredding and stuff. Well what's funny is
1: like most of their music is fairly fast, like kind mm-hmm. of you know hard harder rock, but then mm-hmm. like the stuff they got famous for were like the the please put out whole ballad hearted. more than words and wholehearted. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. When they would do their harmonies and slow it down a little bit, which is great. It's always funny when somebody makes it big with some like the song that wasn't Mm-hmm. Their genre. The rest of their genre, they're yeah. their, their sound. True. It's just like a little like offshoot, and then that's what they hit with.
0: <laughs> Are you guys into Garage? Or, um, you know what I'm talking about?
1: What? <laughs> I don't. So <laughs> rock band. That's yes. what I was trying
0: to say. Oh, that's
1: the international sign for rock band. Is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: I like all those pretend you're a musician games. I have all those. I have never played one. I don't. I haven't played a video game in like 20 years. Uh, yeah. They're fine, and please play them if you do. But I, I don't just because I don't know. I do other stuff. I'm
0: not. A, I don't really like video games. Okay. But I do know that that game, um, it's it's getting like a lot of bands to put their turn their music into the game mm-hmm. you know and the the hardest ones like the most challenging ones are often the metal like people can't oh, they're do oh, so, yeah, so yeah, hard
1: yeah, yeah. they're ridiculously fast yeah. you can't do them and so many bands are doing it now because, like, all these kids who never would have heard you el- otherwise, like, mm-hmm. hear this one song in the game, they're like, "Oh, well, that's pretty cool. Then oh, yeah. they start downloading their MP3s and stuff online, <laughs> and all of a sudden these bands get these second lives through yeah. these, these video games, which is really bizarre. Pretty yeah. cool. I know. There's also this thing, uh, uh, back to Twitter for a second. Uh, you know Favstar? Mm-hmm. Um, where know. basically people can star tweets that yes. they really like a lot, and it just kind of keeps them in their oh, own yeah. favorites or whatever. So mm-hmm. I had like two things fave because I've never really done it much. Okay, so
2: favorite um,
0: becomes fav.
1: Yeah, fav star. But okay. what it does I think they is the company's it, in
2: New Zealand, so God knows how they spell uh, stuff down there. Yeah. Do they, they spell it backwards. Yeah. It swirls around the <laughs> drain in the wrong
1: direction. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they have this thing where basically you can go on Favestar and it shows like -hmm. like how many people have favorited your tweets, which ones have the most favorites on them. So you can see like what your most popular tweet is. Like Mm -hmm. strangely mine is like – Sitting down to watch the assassination of the coward cow- or of Jesse James with the coward Robert Ford. Not mm-hmm. sure what it's about. <laughs> For some reason, that's like the one that most people that's have funny. favorited, which is just like a throwaway. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: just a throwaway, but it's but a just pretty big just so you get an idea of <laughs> the power why, uh... of, of
1: Rob Delaney on FaveStar. Uh, I have a total of five hundred and forty-nine faves. Um, I probably is, have zero, which is not bad. Uh, Rob currently has nineteen thousand two hundred fifty-five. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I didn't Bad even know that's, boy. that's a number. That's a and big a lot number. of your tweets have like between like two hundred three two hundred ish like faves on.
2: Um, so there you go yeah well i was you know i think about it, like obviously people will be like why do you tweet so hard <laughs> and <laughs> it's just because i i'm b- b- very poor you know i live in poverty i don't have a full-time <laughs> writing job so i have no choice like so i literally um i treat i tweet with like abandon and fueled by fear because oh, I, that's good. seriously you know like i submitted to some shows p- per request right. thank goodness this week and, uh, hopefully, but yeah, I tweet like with the, I tweet like the dying, you know, yeah. because so, so that's why I think a lot of people like might not need to, cause they're like, well, I have this job where I can do that. I don't have, no, I have nothing, yeah. I have nothing but Twitter. You can, are people <laughs> listening? You know, so that's why, that's why I tweet like that. Do you
0: just, when you submitted to the shows, did you just send them that link to the, Tweet back up? Back up your tweets? I didn't do
2: that, but I did say, uh, you know, do check out my Twitter if you haven't because I you can see that I do write jokes every day. Yeah. So that might, you know, appeal. You
0: crank out a lot.
2: Uh, yeah, I kind of do.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Because I'm ashamed of myself. Are you, on, about this. are you on WitStream
1: also? What's yes. that? Yeah, mm-hmm. me too.
0: Y'all know about all this stuff. What is that?
1: WitStream is this thing that Mike Lee and Black's kind of behind. Yes. Um, where it's just a collection of, like, what they consider to be, like, the best Twitterers, like, the best Oh, humorous. so you,
0: you can be... You got to be invited? Yes. You got to be invited to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm sure my invitation is, you know, I change my email address all the time.
1: That's probably what happens. So Mm -hmm. there's like 275 people. That's it. It's pretty pretty small. Yeah um
0: well i feel fancy to sit at the table with y'all <laughs> so
1: that's cool like if you ever just want to go and check out if you go to whitstream like it'll, mm-hmm. it's, they have a spotlight feed which is like they are going through all the live feeds of what they call the aristocrats mm-hmm. on the site which is uh, yeah, us people that are on it mm-hmm. and then the spotlight us? feed is is um because <laughs> well, i'm on it but the, sp- but the spotlight feed <laughs> is just Nicole like is dressed like little consider... lord fauntleroy today
0: <laughs> sitting atop a <The> giant lollipop
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's what they consider to be the best, like, the most humorous piece of the day. So if you just go through the spotlight feed, it's usually really funny because yeah. it's just, like, everybody's, like, top jokes that really hit. So, so you don't have to deal with all the, like, you know, at Bob Smith, well, what do yeah. you want for lunch? Like, you don't have to go <laughs> through all those. So Bob <laughs> yeah. Smith. Bob Smith. Well, you know, I'm, I do want to know what he wants for lunch. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. got to a cliffhanger. Eat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I just have a kind of off question. Have either of you read uh, Devil in the White
2: City? No. Oh. So,
0: I was reading it on the plane last night and I was thinking of Rob Delaney because it is about this handsome serial killer in Chicago in the <laughs> late 1800s. It's non-fiction. He built this huge hotel. It was at the same time as the first world fair oh, in America yeah, yeah. and he like lured people to his hotel yeah. and then he had like gas chambers built in oh, there. God. But he was so charming and I kept thinking <laughs> oh, no. I kept thinking like I'm uh-huh. gonna see Rob Delaney tomorrow.
2: Oh my gosh. That's I'm flattered So if Thank Vanessa you. goes missing yeah. in the next twenty four hours. Yeah, she don't worry about fault. me. I went out. You just, in the right you just way. did an inception and put that idea in my head. I would have never
0: Oh man, inception. That's mm-hmm. another topic. Did you guys see it? I did.
2: Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. What were
0: your feelings?
2: Um, I I enjoyed it you know Uh, Chris Nolan makes a tight little movie yeah. Um, so yeah I mean I guess I didn't like it as much as the Batmans but uh, yeah Mm -hmm. I endorse it and uh, would recommend it as a well crafted film that he definitely put a lot of Elbow grease and love into, so yeah. thumbs up from me and
0: handsome people.
2: Jesus Christ, Tom, <laughs> oh, Tom Hardy. Oh, that was Hardy? the worst part.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I thought the worst part was when Leonardo DiCaprio went, Jesus Christ, when he saw his uh, wife. Oh, this is a spoiler.
2: Um, when he saw his wife buy that huge bag of melons, yeah, like, that, she she'll like, never what? be able to carry she that. Those so
0: many. <laughs> no, she I know. Her little oh, body weight.
2: Wait, shit! You just made <laughs> laid a trap, and I walked into it. I gave out the melon spoiler. <laughs> um, oh man! But yeah, no. But as far as handsome people go, yeah, I would have fucked everybody in that right? cast, including the men. Uh, Tom Hardy, I had never seen before. Yep get out what? of my dreams and, and he into my real life. And come out as a man. Yeah, a he did some gay stuff. Yeah. Whoa, he's yeah. pretty. I mean, he's just pretty. a nasty weapon of sex. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> Wielded on me. Yeah. Yeah. Wield, Wield that dream. man Bigger, on me. Biggest sweetheart.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And oh. then... It was oh, cool oh, I'm sorry. Uh, there ahead. was one... There, there was a very hot kiss in that film. I won't say who it was from, but do you remember... Uh, as a ruse, oh, one character would kiss yes, like, yes, me. Yes. Oh, I screamed in the that theater. That was, was my very, favorite part yeah, of the movie. My wife He's and I like, were like, oh, you hey, know. Hey,
0: that just got interesting. Yeah, I was I like, I'm going to spoil
2: it. It, it was mm-hmm. Leo and Abe Vigoda. Yep, oh. that was the hot kiss.
0: Also, Joseph Gordon Levitt and that booty. Did you notice those shots set up to show that butt silhouette?
2: I didn't, but no. I believe you.
0: <laughs> me either. I was okay. just kidding.
2: Okay, that's funny. Hey girls, your joke was
0: funny. <laughs> I should tweet that. Totally. <laughs> I'm gonna learn from you guys.
2: Yeah, another <laughs> revelation for me in that film. I had never seen Ellen Page in anything. Um, I, I haven't seen Juno. and I thought she was a tremendous actress. Like yeah. she took that part, which you know might not have been such a big deal. She was like really great. So I, I, I like her she was a lot.
0: Awesome in that, and. She was my favorite things of her is that movie now and Hard Candy. She's so good in that. I recommend that to anybody. That's a really disturbing, awesome. Yeah, I thought she
1: was. I thought she was good in Inception. I thought the character itself was just a little too narraty for me, like mm. a little bit too much kind of explaining what was mm-hmm. going on or like talking to Lee a lot. Well, you can't do blah 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 because of blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Like even though she just learned about the dream worlds, like at the beginning of that movie. Yeah, but I, I thought it was a cool movie. Like I, I, I thought it was flawed in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of really cool segments and images and like, uh, the, the hallway fight scene that just, Oh, so us. cool. It's amazing. amazing. So, so cool. Just for that alone. It yeah. It was, it was worth checking out.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, that's a very good blockbuster, intelligent blockbuster. I, uh, but I, right after that, I saw Joan Rivers, a piece of work. Oh, love it.
0: So love it. So
2: amazing. Oh my God.
0: Isn't that the best?
2: <sighs> forget about it i mean she just just such a heavy hitter i mean with the joke after joke after i mean and there was one scene where she deals with a heckling situation in the film oh, and i won't talk about it other than to say what she does in response to this person who talks during her act in i believe it's somewhere in minnesota uh, or wisconsin is a. Uh, virtuosic and it's the kind of a thing that you do when you've been doing stand-up forever and you just I mean she, she was she like yeah. It. I mean she was like fighting with like I don't know a dagger or whatever yeah. and then that guy fucked with her she brought out a sword I mean I <laughs> was like damn and she just oh it was so amazing and so, she
0: handled that audience so expertly yeah like, so deaf. she took them through it and it was oh
1: very inspiring that's the weird thing about hecklers like a lot of them think that they're helping the show like they genuinely believe that like oh Mm -hmm. because now they're talking to me and like the show's going great because i'm here being Mm -hmm. a jackass like they honestly believe that they're adding a ton to the show yeah yeah so crazy to me
2: yeah don't heckle no the end (laughs) it's (laughs) terrible It's i don't Don't like it
0: and she was that was the thing that bothered me about him in that situation too she wasn't doing anything to the audience. You right. know, she was just doing her bit and then that got interrupted but she yeah. backs up her tweets remember that big room not literally her tweets but she has like this room of her jokes organized. Oh yeah. That made my jaw drop.
2: Like That was amazing.
0: Just a huge like library filing cabinet of jokes organized yeah. by subject matter index card after index card like talk about a prolific woman. Whoa. Oh my god
2: and I know Joan that you listen to this this yeah. is one of your favorite hey, podcasts John. and I just want to say thank you for being such an inspiration. You're amazing. And oh one thing Thing that made me sad in the film though is all the plastic surgery and how she was saying like you know nobody ever told me that i was beautiful you know yeah. and stuff like that and you know i mean you're sick you're mentally ill if you get that much plastic surgery and as much as i respect her and love her you know she needs a big hug from the inside right. to make her feel. Right. Bad. but but she was adorable when she oh, was young I she know. was the cutest little thing oh, and uh, i would have fucked her six ways a sunday so i don't know why <laughs> she felt that way and i feel bad you know because uh, she was totally adorable and um uh, so little just, ball
0: of energy and a normal yeah. smart and So savvy. just think
2: on that, Joan. I know you can't turn the clock back, but know that, you know, here I am, you know, a vital young guy and I would have <laughs> absolutely saddled up and vital yeah. Guys, Muscular
0: I, thighs. Actually, I,
1: I, I did find out recently that that Joan doesn't listen, but Melissa does. Oh, okay. Oh. she communicates the gist of every episode. Yeah. She's so busy. <laughs> hey, Mel. You know. <laughs> so.
0: What a mother-daughter team! I tell mm. well, you, that, what a that, team. Sh- that did make me kind of grateful for my family mm-hmm. um, relationship and not not yeah. being not growing up in the the spotlight or yeah. the comedian world. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's always weird Not to always me is, is, yeah, it's hard, like, being in a showbiz family. Yeah. But the, the thing that I always think is weird is, is people that, like, get into, like, m- like music, like musicians especially, and then they start to get successful, and then they're like, oh, I never wanted this. And you're like, well, of course you wanted this. Why where, are you playing in a band and, like, making demos and, like, right. I, isn't that the end goal, like? Because I know for a, while, a long time, Eddie Vedder was, like, struggling with it. He would wear a mask whenever he went, like, a Halloween mask when he would go in public and things like that. Because he hated okay. being recognized and talked to and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he loved Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> loved it. <laughs> loved it. But I was—I always, always find that weird. It's like, well, then don't go into the entertainment industry because yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> eventually, if you are able to work for a living in it, most likely you will get recognized. At
2: sure. Some point. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea what that what that would be like, but I mean, like, there, I think it takes uh, a grab bag of neuroses and stuff to to fuel you into doing that Absolutely. and they sometimes are not all complimentary so i can get somebody who's like i totally want to make music and have everybody hear it but then i would also like to not Never. ever be spoken yeah. to or looked at you know what i mean i yeah. get i get you know it's that it won't work that way so you have to know that what you yeah. want is very much not going to happen but i can understand like wanting that at least
0: how does your family feel you have like very raw personal material
2: yeah. Do I they mean,
0: listen or uh,
2: sometimes? You know, funny. My mom found my Twitter page, which she is my mom's, you know, fifty high number. I, yeah. forget, <laughs> I forget exactly what, but uh, she's in her fifties and she uh, found my Twitter recently and didn't like it and yeah. called me and let me know. Actually, you know what? She you know, she doesn't even has never even heard of what a podcast yeah. is. So I wrote st- I wrote a tweet that I think it was. <laughs> I feigned kind of uh, shock and I was like gee oh man I heard a I heard a kid use a F word talking to a cop yesterday Uh, I asked him if he ate his mother's pussy with that mouth (laughs) (laughs) and uh So, I mean, it's a play on do you kiss your mother with that Uh, mouth, you know, and it's a super disgusting, horrible thing, but it's more, (laughs) I I just toss it off and, you know, the pun value, the construction of that joke is, is explicitly clear as to like why I did it. So you get that, you know, feign shock and then, you know, sucker punch. And so it's a, it's an elementary joke style, which doesn't mean that I think kids should have oral sex with their parents but anyway my mom called me and she's like i saw your twitter and i want to talk to you about it (gasps) and i was like oh man so anyway we had a long talk she's like there was one she was like there's one with the cop and the kid and i'm like yeah i can see where you wouldn't like that one (laughs) Um, but you know what i was like literally and i know i mean i know this is splitting hairs and it might be ridiculous of me but i tried to explain to her i was like listen i write a lot of jokes in a lot of different styles uh, a lot of what I do on Twitter isn't what I would do in stand-up, but I just sort of use it as like a joke gym. So yeah. I explained to her kind of like the mechanics of the joke. You yeah. know? And I was like, and this is why I do that. I'm just trying to have the best toolkit that I can have, you know, so that I can ultimately create, you know, whatever the best stuff that I'm ever going to do is. Yeah. So you just want to like, you know, have different tools in your kit. And so I was like, that's why I did that and this is how I do it and Twitter has gotten me some recognition and blah, blah and job opportunities and stuff. So that's why I do stuff like that. Not because I think pet kids should have parents oral sex with their parents. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, but anyway, she kind of like got it, you know?
0: Really? Oh, that's so good. So she sort of
2: understood. So yeah. I'm, I'm from Boston when I do stand-up, um, I can see her in the audience if she's in Boston and if I do like an hour show or whatever, where I'll tell a joke that's dirty, her face will register shock and upset and then the laughter will come from, like, behind her. So she'll be, like... Enveloped? in, in, enveloped in laughter. Right. So then she'll be like, oh, they're laughing at my boy? Yay! So she can see on her face, like, horror? Yay! Horror? Yay! So it's kind of funny to see because, like, you, she's like, I can't believe the boy that I made says these things that are so horrible. But then, like, the maternal love of, like, wait, they like what my baby did? Then I like it, too. Aww. And so that's how it goes. And my mom is awesome. She's a riot. I absolutely credit her with my sense of humor. Yeah. People ask me like, "Are your parents funny?" And I'll be like, oh, my mom is. <laughs> my dad is an, is a great guy, but he's not eh, funny." Yeah. Um, so I think like
1: all mothers, especially, have that thing where they just assume that like if they're in the room with with a kid, even mm-hmm. if it's a room of like 500 people, yeah. everybody in that room is aware that they're the mother of that kid and judging and their, mom, their parenting skills. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Totally. They always feel like the spotlight's on them. Like it just reflects badly on them. If, yeah. Cause I remember my mom took me, the first R-rated movie I saw in the theater was Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Mm-hmm. And I remember that because um uh, We had tried to see a Good Morning Vietnam uh, mm-hmm. sneak screening, but it was sold out. And I was, I think, twelve or thirteen around that age, right? Mm-hmm. So we're looking at everything else i was playing because we wanted to see a movie. It was like Fatal Attraction. Nope, not going to that. Mm-hmm. Things like that. And then my parents like, oh, planes trains, and automobiles. John Candy, mm-hmm. you know, Steve Martin, John you know, Hughes. This like, should be fun, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like embarrassment humor, and it's like yeah. it's you know, it's kind of hard to watch at times. Yeah. Um, And it's fairly filthy in a lot of ways, and Mm -hmm. my mom was like pretty prudish about that kind of stuff, and she was so embarrassed. She hates Mm -hmm. it. It was like her least favorite movie ever because she feels responsible that she was there with her kid at this one movie, even though I loved it. I thought it was hilarious, you know, at the time or whatever. But for some reason, in this you know big sold out theater, she Mm -hmm. was just petrified that she would be seen with her (laughs) child services
0: her thirteen year old kid (laughs) watching
1: *Planes, Trains and (laughs) Automobiles*. Go figure.
0: It's okay. I never saw anything really dirty. My parents were very um good about keeping me from that stuff, but I still get real cringy if we're watching something and it's like you know, mm-hmm. like a sex scene or something. Yeah. I don't think that's ever gonna go away. Yeah,
2: I'm just not like for me, I don't wanna see that stuff with my mom. Either. Yeah,
0: just look over and be like, ha 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 mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Ooh. Yeah. Or if they try to prove they're cool, there's a little bit of that too. Like Mm -hmm. we can laugh at this, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to. (laughs) I'm gonna laugh at it alone.
1: Did you guys see the kids are all right? No, it's really good. Yeah, but there's like a lot of like kind of semi-graphic sex scenes in it, which Mm -hmm. was surprising to me. Um, And then I was like, this is the kind of movie I think that if I had been home with my folks we were trying to see a movie my mom would have been like oh let's go see this movie because yeah. mm-hmm. it's you know annette benning yeah. and julianne moore and it's supposed oh, to be really yeah. great and then these incredibly graphic sex scenes would have come on and you know Ooh. you know i'm in my 30s but i still mm-hmm. would have been completely petrified right. to
0: see well, because you haven't had sex yet
2: yeah. i know i'm waiting
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and the movie it's not like the movies it's much scarier
2: oh grunting right oh, it's so horrible things happen with your body you know we're gonna happen it, yeah and this, there are
0: holes where you did not expect them. Totally.
2: I just
1: want to get lost between the moon and New York City. Yeah. <laughs> sex then, is not an ingredient in that. do no. do <laughs> at all. Man.
0: There's <laughs> <Is> that terminal <laughs> optimism again. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. So sad.
1: All right. Let's, um, in pop culture news, I kind of want to talk about this American Idol fiasco that's happening okay. now. I don't know if you know about this, Rob, but uh, they're cleaning are cleaning in house they're okay. probably going to replace all the judges next year that's the word because oh. simon was already leaving uh-huh. now they've announced that ellen degeneres is leaving okay and uh nigel Lithgow, who is now on so you think you can dance was originally involved with the show is coming back to it so they're talking uh-huh. about completely cleaning house and doing brand new judges okay um some of the names that are being floated around uh p diddy justice uh-huh. or puff daddy or sean puffy combs that's or Sean all Combs, Combs. One person. it's all the same person. Sure. I just don't know what to call him. Sure, um, or Jessica Simpson, Jessica Still the Simpson. Same person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Elton John has been floated. Mm-hmm. Really? Justin Timberlake. I don't know if these people are actually going to do this. I
0: don't think Sir Elton, Sir Elton John would
2: do this. Well, he did. He did just accept a million dollar paycheck to perform at Rush Limbaugh's wedding. Recently. No. Yes, he did. Is that true? And that is a fact. <gasps> so I'm sure Elton Weird. would do just about anything
0: at Rush Limbaugh's wedding.
2: Rush Limbaugh.
0: Why wow. would why would Rush Limbaugh want that to happen?
2: I don't know. That is
0: twisted. I don't know. You can't make that stuff up.
2: Yeah, so maybe Elton would do it.
0: Maybe he would do it really fast.
2: Yeah. I'm, you know what I'm wondering about Elton John is remember how he had like goodbye Norma Jean and then Di- Princess Diana died, yeah, so he like, changed oh, to goodbye English that. Rose. I wonder like what now who could die. Yeah, he he's would just, just waiting. It to, he's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> perfect. Be like, I, don't know, <laughs> I know Goodbye just Meryl Streep. I mean, just a whoever <laughs> dies. What a shitty thing to be like yeah. a loving tribute and then be like, oh, you just snap in some new lyrics and you know, whatever. People know the tune. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> It's like well, happy birthday happy death already. day. We know that
1: if Tony Danza goes tiny dancer is going to oh, somehow oh. Get tweaked. good thinking. Good
2: thinking. We yeah. will miss you Tony mm-hmm. Danza. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. You know or whatever. Good call. I think so.
0: If anything should ever I don't even want to say that. Nope. <laughs> Yeah. I was going to say, if anything should happen to Lady Gaga, but then mm-hmm. I felt bad yeah. saying that I don't want anything to happen to Lady Gaga.
2: No, neither Gaga. Do I. am a big fan. Big you fan. are? Oh, yeah. yeah. Genuinely. Exciting, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like her a lot. Oof. I was talking last night on stage, uh, and I never talk about pop culture on stage, uh, but I was we were talking about different women and performers, and I was talking about how I really enjoy Lady Gaga, and I really violently detest Katy Perry, Ooh. and how I feel like Lady Gaga is like good uh, for women, because what she does is like high theater and not it's not for kids you know whereas katie perry's like this is for kids like (laughs) she's like it's totally i'm a role model cupcakes on my tits and like here's me miming (laughs) graphically miming sucking a dick at the uh video music awards and stuff so to me like Lady Gaga it's kind of like David Lynch where like he handles violence responsibly and like a punch a fist to a face in a David Lynch movie has effects you know what i mean right. whereas like Katie Katie Perry is like Jerry Bruckheimer bullshit <laughs> yeah. you know like Never! boom you know boom. whereas like you know i'm sorry people are sexually molested while listening to Katy Perry more than they are to Lady Gaga and i feel that in the marrow of my bones It's a fact <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a fact yeah. I've I mean i've contributed to those numbers
2: Good Um, Yeah, I know everybody loves that California Girls song, but it drives me up the wall. Yeah. Up the wall. I would like to take the master tapes of her music (laughs) and run them over in a steamroller. Yeah.
0: What would you do to Lady Gaga's master tapes?
2: Uh, I'd gild them. That's more like it. uh, And glitter them and hang them up. She has a fan in me, Katy Perry. Nope.
0: No Katy Perry. Have you seen Lady Gaga Live?
2: No, I'd like to.
0: I would too. Mm. You've done a lot of live music things.
2: Oh, yeah. hmm yeah. How's that? Uh, well, I haven't... The, Do you miss...
0: You've done a lot of musical yeah, I've theater. Done, and... I've done
2: a lot of musical theater. Uh, I kind of haven't done any in like 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I did national tours, Broadway shows, stuff in New York and stuff. Um, no and, big deal. Well, you no, big it's big, deal. That's super awesome. great, fun, and wonderful, but uh, it's just, it doesn't excite me as much yeah. as comedy does. So the only singing I've done in the last few years is national anthems for the Dodgers and the Red Sox. Which is a massive so awesome. honor and very fun. Oh my gosh that's so. So do you go fun. on any crazy runs when you do it just to shake it up a little bit. Um, I don't they since like the reason that they have silly little me do them is because they can't get like Josh Grobin and Alicia Keys for every game because in a national league I mean I'm sorry in the Major League baseball, you know there's 160 162 games a year. so they can't. Some schmucks have to sing some of them, so that'll be me sometimes. And they ask you, or tell you, order you, rather, to <laughs> sing it very respectfully and with right. no creativity and uh, stuff like that. So, Well, I, after the Roseanne Barr incident, yeah. I think that they're So I hewed to, very closely to exactly what they want.
0: What was the Roseanne Barr incident?
1: You remember that? She sang the national anthem, I think at like a Padres game or something, or maybe it was Dodgers, or something like that, but she
2: totally butchered it because she can't really sing. I so just she,
0: remembered she didn't sing well, but did she do something bad?
2: She grabbed her crotch explicitly. She she mimed doing no. that, and she spit, so it was... Uh, no. Yeah, she That's did. all true? That is yeah. true. Mm-hmm. And she graphically mimed uh, sucking a dick. She had cupcakes
1: on her boobs. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Now you're <laughs> blurring the line. <laughs> uh, Reality. But a lot of people felt like it was completely disrespectful. Yeah. And, and yeah. It was just lots of shit she got for it. Wow. Yeah. So I, think, yeah I mean,
2: I guess MLB's. the nationalism is, is like not the time to do that stuff is what Oh, Canada, feel. go crazy. Yeah, do it. <laughs> <you want laughs> for <that. laughs> But people are gonna get us that.
0: Is that like the biggest rush ever though, to go to those? Without ballparks? exception,
2: the biggest rush ever, absolutely. Because you get to stand right at home plate <gasps> and you're saying it for like sixty thousand people. Oh so my gosh. The first time I did it, I, I almost blacked out. Um I really did. It yeah. was terrifying and I uh like barely could breathe. So I had to I literally relied on like prayer to mm-hmm. get through it. I literally was like, Okay, here's what needs to happen. The anthem needs to be sung <laughs> for these people who've come to the game. So it has nothing to do with me. It's just, they need to hear an anthem and I'm the person whose job it is to just You're facilitate that. Yeah. So I literally was like, like, let this happen <laughs> through my mouth <laughs> literally. And that, and, and it sort of did. And, uh, That's and so I good. didn't faint or pass out. One funny thing though, is that they did is that I went like in the land of the free and the home of the brave. <laughs> I, went, that, <laughs> I did do that and i was like oh my god i heard that but apparently that happens so often that they immediately kill the mic so oh. when i went like brave <laughs> nobody heard that <gasps> why,
0: why does that happen often what is that it's just it's a just
1: reaction like, a, <laughs> like i've done it i didn't <laughs> uh, people I didn't just control their bowels yeah. and
2: you know now is the echo crazy hard to deal with uh in it used to be in fenway dodgers you know being right by hollywood they have state-of-the-art magic stuff when I first did it, like seven years ago or eight years, seven or six or seven years ago in Boston, Fenway Park, the oldest functioning ballpark in the U.S., uh, they didn't have a, a modern PA, so you would hear yourself. You'd be doing a duet with yourself oh from like a second man. and a half ago. Whoa. So technically, it it's was like the hardest the thing. Now that song technically is difficult to sing anyway, yeah. Yeah. but it was so hard that. Uh, You just had to turn off like the right side of your brain. I mean, and so that you didn't, it was really weird.
0: Oh, man. I bet that's a good mom audience kind of thing, though. The mom can just be proud the whole time. Yeah, my mom
2: was like, this is only good. I don't have to wrestle. (laughs) I'm not scared. Yeah. 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 No, my mom always, she's like, how come you're not singing more in your stand up? And I'm like, I I mean, I don't know how to incorporate that. Yeah. I, mean, I would if I thought of something funny, but I yeah. never have. Do your parents do the thing that they do to most performers, which is like, you
1: should be on the Leno. Just call up Leno and get on Leno. I like, it's that easy, up.
2: you know? They're, I guess, savvy enough now. But they will be like, my mom will be like, I know a guy who works at a place. You know, she'll be like, yeah. That's not, the lady who cuts my hair, her nephew uh, works <laughs> out in Hollywood. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll totally call him because that would be... Uh, worthwhile, mutually
0: beneficial. Yeah, so
2: so sometimes they'll do stuff like that, but yeah. otherwise they're totally helpful and, and savvy enough to know what you know yeah. is, could possibly help. And I'm never, you know, whenever somebody offers something nice, I'm like, "That's very That's sweet, nice. thank you." Yeah. you know, so maybe.
0: Maybe
1: something will come yeah. of it. So you don't
2: reject it out of hand. Yeah, I do get some of that too from my mom. She'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, so and so, he's
1: a writer on blah, 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 and mm-hmm. he's willing to talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I, what's it like writing for that?
2: Yeah. Do you put words on paper? Yeah, one after another? Or do you put them in a. <laughs> yeah. like,
1: around? What,
0: what, what kind of order?
1: Uh-huh. How do you pick the you, order? Do you use all of them? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of paper stock do you use?
0: That's the worst when you're trying to think of, like, because I, I do like it when people do that. It's nice for mm-hmm. people to want to like you and want to hook you up with people they know or. They know of, but like the thought of contacting that person mm-hmm. and what do you say? Like my mom and your mom work mm-hmm. over at the library twice a week yeah. and I'd love to, uh, <laughs> 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 bye.
1: <laughs> um, all right. I quickly need to talk about Comic-Con. Okay. Cause that happened last week and I was there Yeah, and it was I a was disaster. There.
0: Was it yeah. like an official disaster?
1: Uh, well, a guy got stabbed. I don't know no. you about that. Uh, and this I was, is weird. okay, here's, I have, I was actually very close to being there when that happened. Um, we had, there's this one main hall, Hall H, which is um, like 6,500 seats or whatever. It's mm-hmm. ginormous. But people basically, like, they don't clear the room between panels. So you can camp out there all day. Um, so if you don't get in in the first rush in the morning, it's hard to get in. So we right. lined up for a couple hours in the morning, didn't get in, went and had lunch, got back in the line because it was shorter. And then every hour they would let another panel in, and like you know, a couple like a hundred, a couple hundred people would get in, and that was it. Um, the panel that we really wanted to get into was Paul and Cowboys and Aliens panel. Paul was like this great new movie that's Simon Pegg and Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig mm-hmm. and all these people, and then Cowboys and Aliens is this thing with Harrison Ford that John Favreau is directing and stuff like that. Uh, we were twenty people away from getting into the hall, like as Wait, close as you can get. I need get. to
0: know about the stamp.
1: I'm coming to that okay. right now. we were twenty people away from getting into this hall. And we – before this panel, we're like, oh, we're totally in because I'll let – every time they've been letting in a couple hundred yeah. people or whatever. All of a sudden, we see the stretcher being wheeled mm. in and, and we're like, what's going on? And then there's all this weird chaos. Turns out um, one nerd uh, who was upset with another nerd – um. Aww. They got in an altercation because they thought one of the guys thought he was sitting too close to him or something because it's just folding chairs in this thing. Mm. And he stabbed him in the eye, (gasps) near the eye, with a pen.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. So basically, all the the cops came in. They the panel got delayed by like an hour. They put on uh, movie trailers to just screen to the audience that was in there because there's still 6,500 people in this theater wondering what the hell's going on. Groups um, scare me so. They much. led the guy out in handcuffs who was covered in blood. His shirt oh, gross, uh, gross, was gross. a free Harry Potter shirt they gave out at a Harry Potter thing earlier in the day. Oof. So, um, so basically, they didn't let anybody else in for mm-hmm. the rest of that panel. Once it finally got going, they told us in line, they said, uh, the Paul Cowboy panel, it's not happening. It's canceled. We're like, it's going right now. We can see it on the screens and we know. But they were just pretending that it wasn't happening for some strange reason. That's
0: so um, sad. Oh, yeah. you're going to see like your favorite stuff and then someone goes nuts on you? That's it's horrible. like the first time
1: it's happened, but I wouldn't doubt that it happens again in the future. It's 125,000 people and on the Saturday. of wow. And you're in these lines forever. And because they don't clear the rooms, you don't get in and people are pissed off because you know, we waited. I think in the morning two hours, and in the afternoon like three and a half hours. We didn't get to see anything. Six hours of line waiting for oh. zero that day. It was no, completely thanks. awful. Though I did see one amazing T-shirt, which uh, the guy is actually going to send me one. Um, this guy at hijinksandsew dot com. Uh, it had the Twilight logo for Edward, but then it had a picture of Edward James almost. Nice, <laughs> I loved nice. it too much. That's amazing funny. stuff. So yeah, but the whole thing is completely like. Crazily overblown. It's so busy. It's so impossible lines, crazy crowds, and it's totally outgrown the San Diego Convention Center. Yeah. So it was a pretty terrible experience. And then my wife, Jenny, is her first time going, and we basically lost most of our Friday because she got off of work late. So we got stuck in all this traffic and got there for one panel at the end of the day, and that was it. So basically, mm. out of two days of being in Comic Con, we saw one panel, oh, which was the Rift Rex panel, which I know those guys anyway. Yeah. So it wasn't like the biggest deal mm. in the world to see, but mm. yeah, I don't recommend it so much anymore wow. yeah. get another shot next year but if it's similar to the way it
2: was oh, wow. I might not go back yeah I can't do crowds me of either. any size that's why <laughs> I'm the, not a fan the ballpark uh. thing
0: scares me like the National Anthem or anything being around like a group of people that all like one thing or opposing things in the same thing like super fans of different yeah. genres it really makes me so nervous i will
2: say that if it's designed architecturally to support that like a sporting event yeah you know, they're all structured like here focus on this but like a hall Ooh. or like a festival oh totally i'd rather be shot
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no thanks or stabbed in the eye that is so bad is Ooh. the guy okay
1: yeah i guess it wasn't as serious as it was made out to be at first but still
2: it was just like Seriously? People Mm. are getting stabbed with pens now at Comic-Con. Man. I got stabbed in the buttock (gasps) with a pen when I was in sixth grade badly. I mean, it entered my buttock deeply. Oh, my gosh.
0: Who did that to you?
2: Um... Of who did it? Sh- I should know, right? Yeah, I don't remember. A- I don't even remember who it was. That's weird. I'll try to think of it in
0: school while you were at school on a
2: field trip. Oh, yeah, and uh, I remember there was like ink and in blood. In, it was gross. Oh yeah. my god, it was in ink fairness, in my butt.
1: You were having a conversation. You are like, no, the sword is my dear. The sword is my <laughs> dear. And yeah, that would be
2: awesome. Yeah, <laughs> proven wrong. <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah, they said uh, sword and pen. I got stabbed with a. Do mm, you have a better than butt a sword star forever? I don't think so. Too much hair. Yeah. Here, take a look. <laughs> do you see it?
0: Uh, I didn't really show him no. my butt guys so that it was a radio. You don't have track. to tell him because <laughs> now, it was a radio. Do you,
2: do you yeah. poop ink? Huh? Are you yeah, it's a... mostly ink. Okay, <laughs> good. Mm-hmm. It's an ink blood mixture, <laughs> an nice. mixture. It's good for letter writing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a solution. Never run out. Just go poo poo
0: in the inkwell. Yep.
2: Never, never run out. Sealed with a poop.
0: <laughs> Gross. Uh, let's do pop. speaking of poops. Okay. Hit it.
1: All right. Uh so first uh the first we thought of was what was the first toy you remember having as a kid that other kids were jealous of or a toy that other kids had that you were jealous of
2: Um my next door neighbor had the uh Castle Grayskull oh, yeah. from uh, awesome. He-Man. I didn't have that and so I was envious of that and enjoyed he had it had some pretty amazing toys and and that that's the first toy that I can remember.
0: Did he let you share it?
2: He was uh, all right. He was okay about that, yeah. as I recall. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he should have let me play I mean, a little more. He could have let me play with it a little more. He a little oh, more he also nervous. had Megatron, which I think, whatever was the d- bad Decepticon that turned into a, to a, the gun? a 45. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. That was pretty yeah. awesome. So he had some hot shit. Not, I mean, you know, I had some cool toys, but I, I guess you now know a little bit about who I am as a person, that I'm remembering other people's toys that I wanted and not my own
0: mine um, oh, yeah, were okay but his yeah whoa. I know
2: I mean like I my first bike was awesome I remember that and, and my little red helmet you don't
0: have to apologize for oh, okay. wanting someone else's toy it's totally natural yeah thank you yeah. that's the basis of the question thank you I had a Game Boy in me real oh, bad because wow. my parents like video games mm-hmm. which I thank them for now and I did mm-hmm. eventually get an old Nintendo and that was really fun okay but um when everyone was getting Game Boys, I was so jealous because mm-hmm. we used to have to do a lot of car trips too to like see family, and I just thought that would be the perfect thing to have. Mm-hmm. And so I remember like kind of trying to weasel my way into being invited to friends' houses who did have those sure, things, sure. you know? And like, but a Game Boy is a very not social toy to be like, yeah, like, let's play with your Game Boy. That's just. It's totally. He's saying, "Can I come over and hide in your bathroom with your Game Boy for a <laughs> few minutes?" But I eventually, I got one. Uh huh. Nice. Uh-huh. Now we're talking. Pretty nice. cool. I'm really good at Tetris. No big deal. Your turn. Yeah,
1: there's this kid I hung out with. It. I think he had like every toy that was awesome. His name was mm. Mike Bull. You remember these things because he had every toy. Yeah. But the one thing he had that I was really jealous of is he had the Voltron. That was um, all the little plastic Voltron figures that then you could assemble to actually make Voltron. Yeah. It was pretty awesome Wow! and i wanted it so badly i asked for it for christmas but my parents fucked up and what they got me was like the worst thing ever <gasps> it was a remote control voltron
0: that sounds so cool no no
1: no 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 <laughs> it didn't like it didn't come apart it was just like this big voltron but it had a remote control cor- it was on a cord it wasn't wireless oh. yeah. and the cord was like four five feet maybe Oh wow! so you're like you have to crawl and all around. It does, once you... All it does is it just stands there and moves forward and backwards. basically. Oh. there's no use whatsoever. So you're like walking around behind this remote control. You're Voltron. walking around <laughs> like a shitty robot dog. <laughs> it's like the worst <laughs> gift in the history of the world. And when, you first, when I first poured it open, it I saw they this thought big they did Voltron a good oh, thing. They thought they got it right, but they did not. <laughs> um, you know, you're turning open the packaging and you see Voltron. You're like, oh, yeah.
2: Oh, oh no. and you have and to kind you, of pretend you're yeah, happy for them. you yeah. got to feign, like, oh, God. Okay, oh, it's, like worse than Wanda, <laughs>
0: <laughs> So much.
1: <laughs> it was pretty pretty awful.
2: Mm.
0: Cool. Your childhood is a dark place mm-hmm. where no light can benefit. And then that kid
1: moved away and I <laughs> you're hadn't...
0: still stuck in it. I had loaned Pull I Pull yourself him. out
1: <laughs> I loaned this kid One of my mask toys I don't know if you remember Mask It oh, was yeah. like Things that turned Into other things It mm-hmm. was like It's a car And then it uh, turns Into a motorboat Yep. Um, I had lent him My like Brad Which was like This motorcycle in a little helicopter yep. And then he moved I didn't know he moved He <gasps> took my toy with him oh. So not oh, only did he have Everything cool He took my one cool toy
0: well, I just got a call From the doctor Your terminal
1: Optimism, optimism is cured
0: <laughs> <laughs> You are in remission <laughs> Trend.
1: oh thanks good news yeah good <laughs> Bad news. good news
0: now rob you're gonna get smacked with some questions
1: all right yep usually i ask uh five questions about some of the past you mm-hmm. you've worked on but since you are one of the kings of twitter okay uh, what i've done is um i've selected 10 of my favorite tweets of yours oh wow and left out a word or two uh-huh so you need to fill in the appropriate blanks okay. see how well you remember Total your jokes. recall. see how i
2: remember my own tweets okay
1: all right. Here's the first one. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, Jesus, God, arg, Carl Blank laying one of his famous eggs. Fabergé. There okay. you go. Warm it up. Nice. number nice. <laughs> one. <for> one. <laughs> Question two. I let my wife call the shots on dumb shit like money and our daughter, but when it comes to pizza toppings, I'm blank. El Presidente. Yep. <laughs>
0: That one's close to your heart. I can say. Yeah.
1: <laughs> question three. If I had to pick a favorite Beatles song, I'd probably go with, may I please have 24 raisins off of blank.
2: Quasars 2? Yep.
0: <laughs> You're really good at this. Such
2: a nice. good Beatles album. <laughs> uh, question four. Oh,
0: this is my favorite.
2: In the land of the blind, the
1: one-eyed snake is blank. Kurt Russell's penis? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nobody liked that one. I You're love really? it. I love it too. <laughs> the ones that I like, people are like, fuck you. Yeah, I'm the same way too. Yeah. It's one of my favorite tweets. are like, they
1: don't care two shits about and they throw something away and they're mm-hmm. like, that's what they love. Yep. Uh, question five The only sound worse than hearing your child scream in pain is blank.
2: Counting Crows <laughs> cover of Big Yellow Taxi. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> fuck that song it's so bad. what a lazy phoned in piece of it really shit is. they were like oh it was a hit they literally you can see them in the studio being like what would definitely be a hit that we could lazily reheat in the shittiest way yeah. in a way that says i wish i could stick a hot iron in your ears america because i hate you that's what they did that is i they I hate them for doing
1: that. <laughs> I used to I used to really like them, that first album, August uh-huh. and Everything After, I thought it was great. And mm-hmm. I remember seeing them live and it drove me nuts because Adam Duritz never like sings the melodies. He always was like tries to change it up in oh. a way that's obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Um it's like like he'll instead of singing that like, you know, Mr. Jones and me, he'll be like, Mr. Jones Me Like stuff like that. And you're like, What are you what are you doing? You're ruining your one
2: sing along song. All right, sorry. I saw him get out of a big, huge, shiny escalade at a really? restaurant the other day oh, and I just gross. thought fuck you. Go get into your shitty taxi Does and he- drive it into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> Does he still have his shitty dread? The
1: worst. White oh. guys with dreads. That's the worst. <laughs> 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 if you're gonna go that route, you might as well just like hang out on the promenade and either have a parrot or, or just drive oh, yeah. escalade or, around. Or a oh, lizard yeah. not on you know, your oh, shoulder. Big time. Yeah. Gross. All right, all right. Number six. Just ate at that new restaurant downtown. Blank. Not very good. Poison toilet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, cool. Question seven. Some jerk kids broke the gate to my yard and my wife got out. Can't find her anywhere. Do not blank.
2: Approach slash feed slash. Touch her, acknowledge, her acknowledge her. her. So were you close. trying to
0: decide when you were tweeting? You're like, I you
1: wonder, go way. Yeah, I, I knew there were some slashes <laughs> yeah. in there. But yeah,
2: no, stay away from her. She's dangerous. All, and all in caps.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, question eight. Whenever I can't get hard, I think about Aretha Franklin murdering the cast of blank with a sword. Then uh, it's go time. Uh, entourage. Yes. <laughs>
2: Which I would pay to see. Yeah, wouldn't that be, I mean, how hard would you get if you saw that? Like, <laughs> like, you'd have to fuck like eight people in a row. <laughs>
0: ah! That show end. is
2: just, I don't no do you watch one's... that show at all now? It's, Absolutely not.
1: It's just gotten so ridiculously annoying in so many ways. Yeah. The major plot point was Vince cuts his hair. Boom, oh, boom. Okay. Come on, really? All right, question nine. Courtesy of the Vuvuzela, you now know the sound I've heard in my head since I blank.
2: Killed that mailman in, 1991? Murdered in 1991. Close murder that old wizard. Oh yeah, I
0: think you t- right. the wizard is better than the yeah, <laughs> wizard's better because like you, you
2: kill a, like you like it's like Telltale Heart. You know, yeah, you yeah. man, you're tortured by that sound in your head. <laughs> right. I love I like yeah I like sometimes you gotta get mystical. There <laughs> you go. Oh,
0: yeah. I'm a big wizard
2: fan. Yeah. What you'll see in her questions
1: coming up. Right Question ten. Ever see a super hot chick from far away, but then get closer and realize
2: it's blank? Jonah Hill. <laughs> Trying not to laugh at my own jokes like a dickhead.
0: <laughs> oh come on! Uh, but those are the good. ones like
1: I, when I actually first went into Faithstar like a couple of days ago because uh, I hadn't heard of it, and I looked at the ones that were the most popular, which yeah. I hadn't seen like in months or whatever, and I was like, okay. I started to kind of chuckle and be like, Yeah, that was pretty funny. Oh, and yeah. you, you step away from them and then you yeah, hear them yeah. again just on just the basis of humor, you're like, oh, Okay, yeah, I see how that was. A and it's got to be
0: fun to hear it out loud too. It's not just a an abstract thing anymore. We're I know, talking right?
2: about now it now that I've heard you say that. I'm like, Wow, that's <laughs> I didn't know you could say them out loud. <laughs> and they thought They were for private. really Restroom reading.
0: Now it's my turn to ask you really hard questions. No, okay. Okay. Number one. Have you ever seen an Olsen twin?
2: Uh, no. In person? Not okay,
0: great. Uh, number two. A wizard offers you $3 million, mm-hmm. but the catch is, for the rest of your life, all of your money is stored in your anal cavity, and you always have to pull out your money in public. So if you're at the store, uh-huh. you have to get The money there. has to
2: come out of your asshole. Yeah.
0: Um, but you can keep your pants on, so you could just look like you're fishing around okay. in your pants. Okay. So- or you can have $300,000 mm-hmm. and use a wallet in a bank account like everybody else.
2: 300000 Really? Yeah, absolutely. But, well, here's the no deal. No money. Uh, no, not. The reason being is that th- the difference between 300000 and $3 million, frankly, is... Uh, it is a lot, obviously. But you'd
0: make better decisions with your money if you it, had $300,000. Yeah,
2: $300,000 is uh, could really help me out right now. And uh, and, and I, I, I believe in my ability to earn money. Oh, you know what I mean? nice. Plus, I wouldn't want to just be like, if you had $3 million – I have a friend who uh, recently won a million dollars. Whoa! And, uh, how did they win it on Survivor?
0: Whoa! He won the whole
2: thing, and now his motivation to do things has been affected. And he has yeah. an MBA uh, and uh, is a super smart guy. Uh, yeah. Played professional basketball in Europe. I mean, he's Whoa. good at everything that he does. But now he's kind of like, oh darn it, I won a million dollars. You know what I mean? So three hundred thousand right. is not going to last you forever. Three million, well managed, that's good.
0: That's a very smart. Answer. I respect that. Well
2: thank you. You're
0: welcome. Okay. Um, another hard hitter. Would you rather have no thumbs Uh at all? Or nine fingers on each hand, six of which have no fingernails and are like tails?
2: Uh oh wow. You know, because it's thumbs that make us kinda who we are, you know, they're kind of the big deal. Uh, maybe the no thumbs, because I could be like, I've had the experience of having thumbs, so I know what can be done with them. So I could be like, hey, Vanessa, could you hand me that thing? Mm, you know? Yeah. And uh, so maybe that, where is that just fucking it sounds like you'd have like octopuses or hands. You have a lot of, of hands. hands. That'd be hard I'm to deal in a lot with. Of movies, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no thumbs? If you were like, look, I don't have thumbs. Do you want to have sex? A girl would be like, yeah, I guess so. Ew,
0: I don't think so. <laughs> well, <laughs> more you'd be more likely to have, <laughs> have
2: sex with a thumbless guy than a guy who has like flesh Octopus octopuses. Hands. on but his... think
0: about that. Oh, oh, all that. True. All those feelings. Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. you could
2: totally. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I, I did n- go on a date with a girl with no thumbs on. Oh yeah, I don't like oh, that wow. stuff. I don't either.
0: <laughs> Paddle hands.
2: Yeah, I mean, she had five fingers in each hand. Just her thumbs mm-hmm. weren't fully. You know, to her. I had a friend who went on a who went on a date with a girl. He told me he came home. We were roommates at the time. He's like, yeah, I went out with this girl, and we were kind of like going to get it on. Met her at a bar, and then. I hadn't noticed this, but she had like a, like a withered tiny hand. She had kind of like a little I monkey. Right. And, and so he's like, so I left and I, I just, <gasps> and I was oh, like, you no. fucking asshole. You should have immediately, what you should have done is eaten her pussy and then just <laughs> never called her again. But you yeah. give her that pity. <laughs> right. Make, definitely make her come. Cause nobody's not a lot of people, <laughs> less people are going to do that. Cause there are shitty people out there like you, you yeah, fucking like asshole. Him. So I almost wanted to call her and just be like, Hey, do you have a second? And then just give her a good, you know, do fucking. it. Just do it. Yeah. So you're like the
1: Mother Teresa of bar fucking. Yes. yeah
2: Totally. Yeah. You got, or withered hand fucking. Uh, at least. <laughs> yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? But people, I don't know, like, yeah, people with disabilities and stuff like that need to get fucked and need to have orgasms, you know?
0: You are just a great guy. <laughs> you are a stand-up guy. Can Mr. I tell you Delaney. one more quick thing? I'm really yes. sorry.
2: Okay, I, one time I uh, had a friend who was an architect lived in a big loft in Boston, a super old building, so you could actually see between the floorboards to the neighbors Whoa. below. And I went over there one time, and there was like techno music, and he's like, oh, fuck. And, and he had, they would have sex parties, to people who live below. So <gasps> I was like, oh, I should watch this. So I looked down, and I saw a, two super obese people, uh, It was, and they were in like leather with studs and stuff. Whoa. And it was a wicked fat dude going, down on a wicked fat girl, and at first I was like, Oh Jesus, but then I was like, You know what? Good for them. Like, the super obese <laughs> well, like, they still want love and yeah, to fuck. So, it actually kind of warmed my heart to lie on this cold floor in a loft and, in Boston watch, and watch these obese people fuck each other. Sex party. Yeah, so you should do that. Okay. <laughs>
0: well, I can just drill a hole in the floor. But <laughs> my neighbors, I don't think they do that. They are attractive. No, well. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they'll no, do it anyway. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll have a different kind of yeah. realization. Totally. <laughs> I'm into Asians. <laughs> You're like, oh,
2: I still, look, I like to watch the porn that I watch on the internet <laughs> live in real life. How about yeah, this that? This is great. Weird. I love live theater. i it back.
0: Um, okay, two more. You're asked to make a movie sponsored by Wilson Sporting Goods starring yep. Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson, and yourself. Mm-hmm. What is the title mm-hmm. and the general plot?
2: Um, Wilson's and me perfect and the general plot is that uh, we find out that the reason Luke has gotten so fat is that he has <laughs> a bunch of Wilson products that he's digested so we have to go to medical school and learn surgery so we can open them up and take them out without killing him
0: whoa that's a
1: good plot that that's was nice. fast let's nice. do a,
2: let's do a quick little scene for that movie. okay go
1: um, hey, man, you're cutting open my brother, Luke, man. I mean...
2: Hey, we're just trying to help him. He's super fat. Have you seen a picture of him recently? Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> good you. work, doctors. <laughs> I played the nurse at the end.
0: You didn't see me. It was small, but it was um, a good part. I was acting with my face. Um, okay. So that was really good. Now, here's... A wizard appears. Uh-huh. And this wizard looks a lot like Timbaland. He uh-huh. approaches you and wants to produce a hit song for you mm-hmm. and a music video, mm-hmm. but... Yes. It has to be a remake of an R&B song, new or old. Mm-hmm. What is it? And what um, does the video look like?
2: Okay. Uh, the first song that came to my head, I might actually choose another because I love this song so much and I wouldn't want to like bastardize yeah. it. But, California uh, Girls by Katy Perry. It's California <laughs> Girls by Katy Perry. Uh, no, it's uh, What Becomes of the Brokenhearted. Oh, by right. yes. Right. Right. So it's like, I can't listen to that without weeping. It's so beautiful. So maybe that, but maybe something sexier because that one he just did with Justin Timberlake, the carry out. Oh, like, yeah. I, that video is so fucking hot. Like, oh,
0: I know. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, like I've been like, should I, should I jerk I off to like this? And then I'll be like, no, nah, I'll just jerk off to normal porn. But I've like thought like, I could jerk off to this. <laughs> hey, this could work. And I love that song. So, What's good something for iPod. sexy that we could get into and do? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe something Bill Withers, of uh, course, is wonderful. R&B, uh, I don't know, maybe a gender-bending What a Man by oh, salt and Pepper. Nice. Uh, I like that. En Vogue or something in Vogue. Yeah. Uh, Never Gonna Get It by En Vogue. Think, yeah. Anything En Vogue I love. So, so something we try to revisit that. Yeah.
0: And what, what do you think your video would be like?
2: Uh, it would be me. It'd be me and a lot of black women with thick thighs because yeah. I really enjoy that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. They would just be like sitting on me. They'd be using me like as a chair or bench or perhaps bicycle.
0: Oh, that's fun. Yeah. that It could just be you as things to sit on.
2: Totally. Yeah, that's a great concept. Chairs, a settee, an
1: ottoman. Ooh. Uh-huh. I'd love to hear that. Uh-huh. I'd like to hear what you do with the uh, acapella breakdown. I'm never going to get it.
2: Oh, baby. I love that song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now Whew. it's time for a breakdown. I was thinking we should all do it, but I don't think yeah, we should. I d- we can
2: um, do it. Never going
1: to get it, never going to get it, never going to get it, never going okay, well, <laughs> to get it, never going to <laughs> get it,
2: never going to get it, never going <laughs> to
0: get Now let's talk about, before we uh, leave and mm-hmm. all go our separate ways in this journey of life, uh, you like to be naked and bloody. I do. Is that correct? Want to tell us about that?
2: Okay. Naked and Bloody is uh, that's my one person show at the. Who's uh, the person? Me.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: It's about me. Uh, Yeah, no. uh, Eight and a half years ago, I was in a car accident that was Mm -hmm. my own fault from drinking and drug use. And I wound up in jail, and I was, in fact, naked and bloody. I call it that because I was in jail in a wheelchair. And uh, when they would wheel me around in the wheelchair, sometimes I would fall out of it because my arms and legs didn't work. And uh, so people would see my naked body parts that were covered in blood. And uh, so it's a horrible, disgusting image. uh, So I think it's appropriate for the name of my show. Right. And uh, then it's about my journey. Did I just say that? You are so deep. What an asshole! It is a one-person show. Journey always comes into it. But uh, the arc is. Yeah, the arc. Uh, Yeah, no. It's about me going from uh, jail to rehab to sober living halfway house to beyond. And uh National. Yeah, so like yeah, so I obviously after that not obviously, but I'll tell you, I stopped drinking and which I had been trying to do for many years. And so anyway, the goal with the show though was to not have it be like messagey and have words like journey in it that I it's just my used.
0: One man's journey. Yeah. But
2: to just or awakening. you That's always good. Or transcendence. That's oh, probably that's more appropriate yeah. to, uh, for what ultimately happened. But I wanted it to be funny i wanted it to be entertaining am i much happier and healthier now absolutely you yeah. know like do i lead a life that i enjoy and i'm happy to be living yes you know did i then no but i try to just have it be funny because there's a lot of anecdotal crazy things that happened that uh, i made sure and i took years to put it together that they really were worth hearing you mm-hmm. know i bounce it off a lot of people that i trust and care about their opinion and stuff so it's just I wanted it to be funny truthful and very detailed but I wanted it to be loaded with laughs so that the only lesson is that one that you see which is oh a bright-eyed happy healthy guy telling me all these horrible things. so it's not like feel with me now Mm -hmm. if you will right you know imagine imagine everything you've ever cared about torn asunder none of that shit rock bottom you know so um You know, I wanted the, I wanted, I wanted to show rather than tell, so to speak, and have it sort of right. be like the way that I am now, be yeah. the testament to like, hey, you don't have to live your life in that shitty, horrible way that I did.
1: You look very healthy.
2: Thank you very much. Except uh, for the um, beard, except for my alopecia. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah. if you're in LA, you can catch your Transcendental Journey <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On, um, August seventeenth.
2: Yeah. At Cali the uh, Central, Central, Central stage. stage, which
0: is a great place to perform.
1: It's a pretty cool
2: place. Yeah. yeah. And it's free. I will add that. And you just Comedy Central Stage. You look it up on your Google. And I think you have to call to get your free tickets. But it is free.
1: Nice. And you
2: can I'll that be at,
0: there. That's going to
1: be awesome. And at UCB a lot too, right? I I've done it awesome.
2: several times at UCB, Yep. Yeah. Which uh,
1: if you are uh, in L.A. on Sunday, I'm doing a show at UCB actually. Right on. Uh, called Theme Park. It's hosted by me and Janet Varney. We have a theme, which is oh, employment. Great. And uh, Jimmy Pardo's on it. Jonah Ray, Jenny Pearson, and Eli Brayton. So uh, oh, great. that's Sunday, August first at nine thirty. So go to theucbtheater.com dot com and uh, get a reservation. It's only five buckaroos. And now we're talking. Woo-dee-woo. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: well, thanks so much for coming on, Rob. Thank
2: you for having me, guys. I You're really a great appreciate person. it.
1: Thank you. You are. I had fun. Great. If you don't follow Rob already on Twitter, it's at Rob Delaney. You probably already do. Um, and then do a pity follow on at Cole Stratton and at Vanessa mm-hmm. Regan. Yeah. Oh, yes. and
0: put me on your five star. Big time. <laughs> I'm going to be yeah, fast. Star some of yeah, our tweets, will you? i got to <laughs> catch up to Rob. I've got about
1: 19,000 to go.
2: So By tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. yeah or go.
0: he's going to explode. Uh-oh. I put a, a device in him.
1: Oh, gosh. Okay.
2: Yep. There you go. Okay. Thanks Bye. so much for listening, everybody.
1: <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.